Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna, and today is a very, very special episode. It is Friday night, August 25th. It is 7.40 p.m. Pacific time, and I am here recording for you guys because that's how dedicated I am for this freaking show. This morning, I woke up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do something really special for my kids. They start school next Wednesday. My husband's been out of town for three plus weeks. I am solita over here. They have no camp, no school. And they just been like, if they don't have anything to do, you know how they are. They're just like us. They sit on their, you know, phones or their iPads, whatever. So because of that, I was like, I don't want to see that. I'm going to take them to Universal Studios. I woke up this morning, made the decision, a $400 decision, you guys. It's no joke. Went over to Universal Studios with my kids, did not record my Daily Dose of Donna, was 100% planning on taking the day off. I really was planning on taking the day off. But I'm so connected to you guys. And I freaking love my dosers. And I want you guys to know that if I can, I will. You know what they say? If you if they could, they would. Right? If they wanted to, they would. Is that what... Is that what the statement is? So after a full day at Universal Studios, which I can go into my day at Universal Studios, it was quite a day. And then stopping at sushi on my way home with my boys at my local sushi restaurant, drinking some sake and currently drinking some Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc. Lechaim, Shabbat Shalom. Happy Friday. We deserve it. Dosers unite. Cheers. Let's get into the gossip. Um, Such an exciting week over here on my end. You guys are really showing up for me. I am currently number 65 on the TV and film top charts, which is a really big deal for a small show like mine. I have no production company. I have no, you know, huge audience. I'm just growing organically and it's because of you guys. So if you don't know that, I really need you to understand how appreciative I am of my dosers and of you guys. I know that I get comments every single day, like today while I was on the studio tour at um, at Universal Studios, I got a, a a comment on YouTube that like just popped up on my phone. Most of the comments don't, but sometimes a comment does. And it popped up on my phone and it was like, um, okay, I will, Jules, I'll look. Um, and I got a comment on my phone and it said, I I watched your YouTube for five minutes and I had no choice but to turn it off. What makes people comment like that? What does that, you guys? What actually pushes people to comment? I don't like your content. (laughs) I'm like, bye. Do you know how many things I don't like? 
Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I will say, I will say that I have almost a thousand people in the Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group. So if you haven't joined there, make sure to join and 200 Patreon subscribers, which is a very, very big deal. Very big deal for me. And so that's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on those that love and appreciate and have fun. And even if you don't agree with me, so many of you don't agree with me. Like a lot of you think I'm over the top of Bethany or a lot of you think that, you know, my opinion on certain shows that I watch or certain creators that I follow, whatever, is wrong. It's okay. Still, we can be kind and disagree. We can be kind and disagree. Aw, Jules commented over on TikTok saying, been sick all week with COVID, but your shows have made me laugh and I love your content. That's the goal. I just want you to have fun with me. Like I just know that when I am feeling a little bit lonely or a little bit alone, I really look forward to creators like daily creators especially, but just creators that I feel like I'm not as alone. Like I can just pop them into my ear. Yes, Murphy is here. You've spied a puppy. I let Murphy in for my uh, nighttime show because uh, he's been alone all day. But anyway, it's really, really cool to know that I'm doing that for you. And I'm sure I can guarantee, I can bet on it with some money that I will get a comment on tonight's YouTube saying it's four minutes in and I haven't gotten any, any of the gossip. I'm out of here. Well, you know what? It's called Daily Dose of Donna. It's not called Daily Dose of Entertainment tonight. Okay. Okay. It's called Daily Dose of Donna for a reason. Anyway, let's get into the stories, you guys. The top story of tonight, of course, has to be Ariana on Sheena's podcast, which we will talk about. But before I get into that, I want to cover just a few little mini stories. First one being Kim and Croy. Kim and Croy are getting divorced again. Um... Raise your hand if you're shocked. No one's raising their hand. This is just not a good good coupling. And I said yesterday on my TikTok that if you file for a divorce and then you re, like you pull back and then refile for divorce, i.e. David Bedore and his new wife, within three months, six months, you should never be allowed to stay married. Like it should be a forced divorce at that point. Like, you know how they say like force majeure or whatever it's called. It should be a forced divorce because I don't think it's fair for all the people that are involved in the court system or whatever. And I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure it's coming out of their own pockets. If they have any leftover money, I don't even know. But I just don't understand. Oh my God, right. I just don't understand these people. And it's one thing to say like we're separating and we're trying to figure it out. And then you go divorce, but to divorce and then pull back and then divorce and then pull back and then divorce. I mean, it's like, what? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like a teenage relationship where every single time that you fight with your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, you're like, it's over. I'm breaking up with you. And then you like call each other an hour later. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't track. So they're getting divorced again. Croy this time filed. He went to the courthouse. He officially filed. He's filing for custody, uh, shared custody. He's filing for spousal support, which is interesting. Like, where's that money coming from? And he's filing for um, shared or for ownership of the home or like whatever. I'm not even interested enough to read more into that. I think A lot of you guys have commented that, run, Croy, run, like get out of there, get out of there. But I think secretly, I think that neither is good. 
Is that like a little bit maybe out of school? I've just heard too much. I think that both him and Croy are severely flawed. And I hate to say this, but I think that if you are someone that has tolerated, maybe not enjoyed, but has tolerated behavior like Kim's in for 10 years, like with the gambling, which we know for so many years, I do feel that feels to me like this is a moment where we have to just say they're both off their rocker. I don't know. Yeah. They're both toxic. It's not good. It's not good. Better for them that they're apart. Their kids are so cute. Like go off and like live a happy co-parenting life. Hopefully. Speaking of another couple, Taylor Armstrong, you guys saw that video, right? It was all over social media yesterday. Taylor Armstrong goes to Craig's the night of Real Real Housewives of OC, which is Wednesday, right? With her new husband, who she's been with now for a few years. He shows up kind of on the show and kind of not. He seems like a really nice guy. He seems like really sweet. Now, for those of you that don't know, Taylor Armstrong was a former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And as I was rewatching the seasons the other day, like, you know, I started rewatching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This was when she was with Russell, who was her like very, very like abusive, horrible husband, horrible. And he ended up um, committing suicide after the show ended. Uh, Sad, sad story. Yep. That's Murphy. Okay, Murphy. You really want to, you really want to be part of my YouTube, huh? I am not, I'm not paying you out. I understand that I'm getting monetized, but I'll buy you some dog food. Um, so she has been on the show of OC this, cause she came onto a girl's trip with Tamara and Vicky, remember Dorinda and the, the Berkshires that, that insane season. And so she got back onto OC. It's a great idea. Thanks for the hat. It's a great idea. She hasn't really had much to give or do. And maybe, maybe you guys, that's why she felt the need to go to Craig's, which is like a paparazzi haven, right? When you go to Craig's, you know paparazzi will be there. That's just the thing at Craig's. It's kind of like, remember how the Ivy used to be like the place? It's kind of just like a paparazzi spot. And you're going to get that drunk. Oh my God, you guys. So she is being filmed with her husband standing, I imagine, waiting for their car. The way she's talking, the dr- She must have had six drinks in one hour. Like she is so trashed. And this is the craziest part is her husband's just letting her do it. He's just holding her arm. Lance would never. Anyone that like cares about their, their partner's public appearance or their friend's public appearance, like, right, you'd pull them away. But maybe she's the kind of, maybe he knows her well enough. Like, this is total speculation. But what if she's the kind of person, like that drunk person that if you, you know, there's, there's you're, you can't do this, Murphy. You can't growl at me while I'm recording. Sorry. You know those drunk people that like when they act, um, when they, when they're like, okay, like if someone is told, you see this all the time on Real Housewives or on any of these shows, like these drunk shows, right? With these drunk cast members where they're told like, stop, you have to stop. You have to go in another room or whatever. They get mad. And maybe that would be her reaction. Maybe he felt like I have to keep her pacified and happy. And if I pull her away and say like, Taylor, stop it. This is bad. She would be like, fuck you. Or like do something awful. Maybe. I don't know. Um, 
It was it was a lot. Taylor and John were on VH1's therapy show where they're all in a house. What? Taylor Armstrong and her current husband were on VH1's therapy show? That is not a good sign because, like, isn't it that, like, wasn't that bad couples that went on that show? Like, the Courtney Stodden and her, like, 50-year-old hu- husband, Doug something or whatever. I'm making up names now because I can't remember his name. Um, marriage boot camp. Oh my gosh, you guys, do we have to pull up episodes? Couples therapy. Okay. I don't know. It was weird. It was awkward. And she was acting ridiculous. There's no way she didn't wake up the next morning and want to die. Like there's no way, right? There's no way. It was very Luann in a bush. If you know what I mean by saying Luann in a bush, it was very Luann in a bush. Okay. Let's keep talking. Let's just get into it. Ariana freaking Ariana looking like a million gazillion bucks. And I want to know from you guys live on TikTok right now what you guys think. I have to say, Ariana, a lot of people have turned on Ariana in the online space. Like, she she just got cheated on and now she's making all this money or whatever. I really like Ariana. I do. I don't know, like, specifically why. She's well-spoken. She's not impulsive that we've seen. She's been very vulnerable and open on the show about her anxiety, depression, her struggles. She's she's making lemonade out of lemons. Like, okay, a lot of you guys like her. Okay, good, good, good. I know that there's like a huge amount of people that I've seen have not liked her and I, I'm not on that team. I'm really not. I like Ariana. So there's a couple of things. Number one, obviously the Bethany Rachel interview last week really, really diminished Ariana and Tom's relationship in many ways. It made it sound like Ariana and Tom hardly had a relationship. It was just for the show. Why is everyone so mad at Rachel? Bethany said they didn't get, they weren't married. They didn't have kids. Why does it matter? Um, if you're watching the YouTube, you saw my face there. They, um, a lot of the other conversation on that podcast was how they were they had no longevity in their marriage and they were just together as like a brand and how Ariana and Rachel were not close actually Ariana and Rachel were just co- like acquaintances for the show and just awful awful shit so Sheena Sheena Shay on her podcast, Shenanigans, today, and let's, you guys, let's all go listen to that episode, even if you don't like it, because we want it to knock, you know, the Bethany episode way down compared to, this is more important to me, to me, to me. Um, but anyway, so Ariana was on the, on the, on Sheena's podcast. Now, Ariana and Sheena have been very, very close for many years. They know each other very well. Um, they were friends before Ariana got on the show. Shishu. That's what Lala calls her, right? They were on friends with um, before Ariana even got on the show. So this is like a very long-standing relationship. So shout out to Vanderpod Recaps. I've mentioned her before. She's amazing. If you follow her on Instagram, and she's also on Reddit, but she writes on Instagram all the time about she'll do um, like uh, – recaps. She'll do recaps of podcasts that Vanderpump girls or guys are on, whatever. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to say this. There's a lot. It's an amazing episode. I thought Ariana spoke really well. There's a lot that happens, but let's just go into like some of the important things when it comes to the Bethany 
conversation. So in terms of the Bethany interview, Ariana said she's read recap. She did not listen to the interview. She said it has impacted her mental health. She's not mad that Rachel spoke because she does feel that Rachel should have a chance to speak just like everyone else she was going to at some point. But some of the things that were said made Ariana really sad, made her angry. And then she also understands that a lot of what Rachel is saying is just what was spoken to her, right? Just what was spoken to her from Tom, from Sandoval. Lies, like the product, the producer lie, right? Remember Rachel said that Tom was offered a producer credit and that was 100% refuted. Um, Ariana said that um, it made her really sad, but knowing that she understands like why Rachel feels that, um, she was upset with Bethany. She was very upset with Bethany, Ariana, because she was like, you should know better Like Bethany is who, this is what Ariana says, Bethany is who I feel like should have known better and who actually I think upset me more. Because even I guess recently as whatever podcast she did after the fact, she said, and this is true, remember when Bethany did the the rehashing episode, she said, oh, Ariana's forgiving him. I'm like, why are you speaking for me? First of all, I don't know you. This is what Ariana says. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, lady. Um, So there are a lot of things said by Bethany that actually made me more angry because I feel like she should know better. And then Sheena, you know, uh, reminded her, well, she didn't watch the episodes. She didn't watch the whole show. And so she obviously has no idea why everyone is coming so hard at Rachel. Um, And then Sheena says, let's not forget, like, this reunion was shot three weeks after Everyone found out there was still a restraining order against Sheena. Like everyone was so mad. And Ariana says, like, I believe, this is what Ariana says. I believe that my response to what was done to me in that moment was exactly what I would think any person would respond with in that moment. And she said, and this is like, this was the part that was so annoying on that interview when Bethany was like, I would have murdered. I would have murdered if someone talked to my child that way. I couldn't handle it. But Ariana said, hearing Bethany say something like that, if it was my child, I would have murdered someone based on those words. Um, I'd like to say that I have a mother who feels pretty strongly about what was done to me for seven months behind my back. And she certainly doesn't think that me responding to all of that with some harsh and warranted words is the worst thing that could happen. If I sat down and had a conversation with her today, would I say the same things? Probably not. But I was only going to speak to her that one time and never again. I didn't have any communication with her. I will never have any other communication with her. And so Ariana knew, she's like, this is not a relationship that's going to be built up later. We're done. Me and Rachel are a known, like it's a non-starter. This is my moment. I'm telling you how I feel. Three weeks after I found out that you've been having sex with my common law husband, essentially, for seven months. Yes, someone said, I need to go, Jules says, I need to go back and re-listen to how many times Bethany says, wow, it was a drinking game and we are all on the floor getting our stomach pumped currently because she says it a million times because she had no idea what was going on. She had no idea what was going on. Um, Then when it came to Ariana and Rachel's friendship, okay. So Sheena obviously was very close with Rachel And so Sheena says, we were so loyal to her. The fact that she said you were no more than an acquaintance, an alliance, a coworker. Ariana says that was really hurtful, that she was using you to get closer to Tom. Um, Yeah, and Ariana says, I wasn't using Rachel at all. Like, we actually were friends. 
I never had any idea. Like I, she says the Saturday night before I found out, we were hanging out off camera at Avalon, like partying and dancing together. We were friends. And she said, like Ariana says, I always made sure that she had a place to stay for Coachella, inviting people to Thanksgiving. Um, Sheena says there was even a time where Brock's family came in from Australia and I needed the apartment and, um, and she stayed with Ariana and you know, whatever. So Ariana was saying like, I think she says, I'm not sure whose decision it was to try to diminish the friendships and try to diminish what is a very real show. I don't know whose decision it was to do that, but it was a bad decision. And it was a very untrue statement or series of statements to make. I know Bethany did that as well. Saying that this was a producer thing or like it was all because of producers was very hurtful. And, and, you know, she basically said like, Bethany's trying to portray that we're fine. Me and Tom are totally fine. Me and everyone are happy. We're making all this money. We're living our best lives. This is obviously just out to hurt Rachel, which is such bull, right? This is a real hurt person. And um, she said, I think it's a bad move. And that again goes back to someone who I would think knows better, and that's Bethany. I mean, Bethany has got to feel something by reading or hearing this. Like, she's got to feel a little bit of like, oh, did I not know the whole story? Um. Sheena thinks it was clear in the interview that Rachel was attempting to change the narration or the, like the whole idea basically of her. Um, but then they were on Chicks in the Office episode, which is a Barstool podcast. And Rachel said, Ariana and Sheena were the ones who embraced me. I know who my true friends are. They're amazing. So clearly they were good friends, you know, they were good friends and we all know that. And it was for whatever reason, this idea that we have to like pretend and assume that they, you know, weren't or whatever. Um, let me think if this is something. Uh, yeah, so they talked a little bit about her relationship with Rachel and how they had talks about her, you know, her relationship with Tom. She and Rachel spoke about her relationship with Tom. How Tom, remember how like sociopathic that was? How Rachel on camera was like, do you like, to, like, do you want things to work with your husband, with your boyfriend? And like, do you want to have sex? <laughs> so horrible, horrible. Um, Ariana thinks that, Tom's plan was to break up with her, not tell anyone, go on Winter House, which was the show that he was supposed to do right after, but never did. Remember, Schwartz went, but he didn't. Be able to be like the guy that everyone loves, bringing all the lights and costumes and whatever, and then come back. And she says, I don't know if it would be before or after the reunion, but just like, lo and behold, we started dating. She and Rachel started, he and Rachel started dating. Um, she agrees that they had issues. She agrees that they were in couples therapy. Um, because she thought they were trying to make a relationship better, but he was already well out the door because he was having an affair. And so you can't have couples therapy while you're having an affair if you are like mentally into the affair. Um, okay. Oh, she said, we don't film together. There's been some confusion because there's been all cast things that have happened where I've been in the same vicinity as him, but we do not film together. I have not forgiven him. We are not cool. That has not changed at all. Um, she thinks that he will spend every single episode trashing her and their relationship. 
the same vein as this podcast with Bethany, which is like, wow, if he goes that route and makes it sound like they had the worst relationship in every single episode, that's just not going to be good, you guys. That's just not going to be good. I want him to just like take the the L and just do the episode saying like, I effed up. Like, I suck. I, I was the worst boyfriend. I suck. Like, wouldn't that be the best approach for Sandoval? I don't think he actually will do that, but um, it's not going to be good if he comes on and he's like, what? We were never in love, right? Remember that? I brought her dumpling coffee. What is dumpling coffee? Someone tell me here. I don't know what dumpling coffee is. I really don't. Very confused by it. Okay. Um, anything else that she said? Oh, she talked about the fact that they're still living together. She's like, guys, I'm not a millionaire. A lot of my money is going towards a lot of things that I have to pay. I have a feeling she was in severe debt. I have a feeling that, you know, with this house, I think, look, they're in a two some million dollar house. They bought it a couple of years ago. They probably didn't put a lot down. I'm sure their mortgage is $10,000, right? That's $5,000 a month, like each or whatever. She was saying that I'm not planning on moving. This is my home. I don't want to uproot my animals. Like I lock myself in my door, in my room. And like, I have a little bit of a safe haven in my room. I don't have to see him in the kitchen. I don't like, I avoid him at all costs. I think two people are too fast to be like, why don't they just live somewhere else? Well, this is not like Kevin Costner's wife or Kevin, you know what I mean? Like These are still struggling 30-some-year-old people in a very, very expensive city, Los Angeles. And I just know like from the house I live in, my husband and I share it. Obviously, we bought it together. But if something like this happened, I wouldn't just be like the first to leave. I'd be like, this is my home. Like I love this home. I furnished this home. I decorated this home. Like I put all my money into this home, you know? It's a, it's a really tough situation. Um, yeah. And there's like equity loans and whatever. Exactly. And they're also not home very much. That's a really good point, Jamie. Like they're not home a lot. You know, he's traveling. He's doing his thing. She's working. She's traveling. She's doing her thing. Like I think they make it work in a weird way. She also said that she sleeps so much better now because when she was living with him and dating him, she would have so much anxiety because he'd be like, I am going out. I'll come home at midnight. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this happen to you, but this happens to me with Lance. Whether he's out like having fun, but most of the time it's usually when he's at work and he's like, I wrap at 11, 11.30 or whatever. So I'll go to sleep at 10, 10.30. And naturally, I mean, I wake up a hundred times a night anyway, but I'll always wake up and I'll look at my watch or my phone and I'll be like, it's 11.30 and I'll notice like the light like he's not home. I'll see that like the light's not on or I'll, you know, whatever. And so I'll text him and be like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Cause I go to that really bad place. I go to that like anxious place when they're not home on purpose or at the time that they say they are. And then like, it's hard to sleep until they're home. He's like, I'll be ho-, like, I'm wrapping late. It's 1230, one o'clock. And then I'm checking, you know, like I'm not worried about what he's doing. I really do believe he's working. I have actually, I can check his location. So I know because I've gone there in my head. But Murphy, I'm almost done. Um, but it's it's just like that is anxiety provoking. She's like, I sleep so much better now. I don't have to worry about when he comes home. I don't give a shit when he comes home. Ariana is doing well. 
Is she doing great? I don't think so. I think she's severely struggling still, you guys. And I think she's in in a situation like that where she is – I think she's um, – I'm just telling Lance. He's like, how was the day? Live on TikTok recording the pod. Um, I think that she's like, you know, everything is still very heightened. She's getting hired for a lot of things. She's got so much going on with something about her. She has this new guy. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, This new guy, Daniel, and her seem very, very cute. Uh, They went to Chicago recently, and he posted this reel, which I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys thought that. he posted this reel of like kind of like a voiceover of their weekend together. If you're hearing growling, that's my dog. Murphy, I I, I can't. Um, and this is why I don't bring my dog in here to record. I didn't love, I didn't love the reel. He posted like, it's so cute, like a day in the life basically of, you know, this is my 48 hours with Ariana picked her up from the airport with flowers. And then I bought her shoes. And then I took her out to this really nice restaurant. And then we did this. And then I took her out for oysters. And then we did this. And I love her. Or like, and and then I'm like, guys, it was weird. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say it's weird. It is weird. And a lot of comments were like, well, he's a public guy. He's like posting all these public workout reels all the time. I started following him the second his name was mentioned at Coachella with Ariana. He had like 3,000, 5,000 followers. Like this is not an influencer. Maybe he wants to be. It's weird. Just going to say my husband has never once spoken, like, like did a public reel about all the amazing things he's done for me. I don't love it. I don't love it. Now, I want them to be happy and I hope that he's amazing and Sheena thinks he's amazing and every one of their friends apparently says that he's amazing. I just think it's weird. I think it's weird. It it feels very like celeb name dropping. I'm hanging out with celebrities. Ariana, like, I don't know, guys. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I posted it on my – it's all over the place, but his name is The Strong Y, W-A-I. Um, drink, Candace Cameron. It does feel a little too soon. Do I feel – see, here's the thing. Do I feel like he's amazing and could be the best guy ever and like in love with her? Yes. And – Yes, and why are we posting a reel with a very public figure? Very. Not, I mean, Ariana is not just some random girl on a reality show, you guys. Ariana is the girl on a reality show. Would we think it was weird if there was a girl that started dating, like, I don't know. Not Sandoval. I don't want to use him, but like another like good guy on a reality show and like posted a whole reel about it. It would be weird. Okay. Um, no, I didn't see that about Bethany. Anyway, I think, I think, I hope for her case that he's amazing. I do think he really cares about her. So I hope it's not like using her. In fact, I think if anything, she may like be kind of almost needing him right now because you know what they say, like the fastest way to get over someone is to get under someone else. 
So it would be it would be really nice. I wonder if she's really, really into him or if that feels like too much for her. You know how some girls get a little bit um like what's the word? Not claustrophobic, but like a little bit like constricted when you have a guy that's like obsessed with you. Um, I don't know. All right, you guys. Okay. Where are we on time? I don't even know where my window. This is me on wine. Uh, we're at 31 minutes, you guys. We had a great episode for a Friday. I would love, love, love if you are new here for you to subscribe, to comment below, to give me a thumbs up, to tell your friends about Daily Dose of Donna. If you are here on Instagram or on TikTok, make sure to follow at This Is Donna Bowling. Um, make sure to, uh, Zuri, you're not alone there. Um, make sure to tell your friends, talk about it on your Facebook pages, tell people on Reddit. Tell people to listen to Daily Dose of Donna. Let's like make this work. Let's let's take Daily Dose of Donna to the moon. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you, dosers. Have an amazing, amazing Friday. Shabbat shalom. L'chaim. Enjoy your weekend with your family. And as Julie Chen on Big Brother says, love one another. One another. Which my son was like, that's weird. And I was like, it, it was weird. But first, love one another. I'm Donna Bowling, signing off. (laughs) Bye, you guys.